What's up? What's up? What is up? You know what time it is. It's another Friday, another opportunity to get together and record the Ball Hog Sports Talk Podcast. We do it live for a live audience. We keep it live and we, by way of our crew, give life to your weekend. So welcome to the experience that is the Ball Hog Sports Talk. Great week, a phenomenal week of sports business entertainment so we're going to bring the three together and create what we do the experience um this particular episode is going by the name of terms and conditions that's right terms and conditions and for those of you who might never have come across that phrase terms and conditions um is a a a legal term um normally you would refer to something as terms and conditions as the particulars of a contract Uh, Once upon a time in a former life, I taught contract law, and I I always told each and every one of my students, don't be a fool and sign something without reading the terms and conditions. Uh, Terms and conditions, the the details, the rules that apply uh, to fulfilling a particular contract. Um, um, But in this particular episode, the terms and conditions are going to mean much more because we had a whole bunch of stuff in sports business entertainment we got to look at the details, y'all, and see if the terms and conditions have been met or not. Uh, so stick with us. Fasten up your seatbelt. The crew, the entire crew is in the building. It's the Ball Hawk Sports Talk coming to you live on this Friday morning. Stay tuned because in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, let's go. Wake up, wake up, wake up, and stay woke because this is the Ball Hawk Sports Talk. With your boy, B. Brown, ESQ, a.k.a. the Ball Hog, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South. This is the place where sports, business, and entertainment collide. And we're going to give it to you rough, rugged, and raw. So come get you a spoonful, like some grits with butter and salt. You know how we do it in the South, y'all. Make sure you do not get caught in your feelings. Strap on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Come on, let's go, 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 go. Yeah, in the building on a Friday, you know what it is. It's the Ball Hawk Sports Talk crew. This episode is terms and conditions, and the details and the particulars of these terms and conditions is. We got us a bad group of guys in the building, starting with the central time zone. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, he who shall be referred to as the Big Flow Show. What up, bro? What's good? What's good, America? You know, I'm looking at us right now, and I, it reminds me of when my kids were little. I feel like we're the Wiggles, man. You got the green guy, <laughs> the yellow guy, the black guy, and all the rest of that colors in your hat. Whatever the hell is left over, whatever. Like primary color should be done. primary. Oh, primary. Should be all this, but we do look like the Wiggles right now. Man. That's what's up. How you doing this morning, the Big Flow Show? You good? You ready to bring up the people what they bring the people what they want? You ready? Get the people what they want. Yeah, it's a good Friday today. We're going this weekend. You know, start to enjoy it. In Chicago is starting to tease you a little bit, like getting sixty, so we know that winter's coming. So it just means enjoy more, enjoy quickly, because it's about to get real. <laughs> About to get real, real in here. And then on the East Coast, man, right down the street somewhere, we live in the same state, but our lives mean that we don't even get to see each other. But for the Ballhawk Sports Talk, it's my guy, ETP Ellis, the producer. What's up, my man? 
happy happy friday just trying to this is the last weekend of the summer like we said so squeeze out the last drops of that that heat because uh winter is coming man uh, in terms and conditions i should look at the details because when my, my my amazing wife made uh i won't say made uh influenced me to make the move to new jersey i should have paid attention to the terms and conditions because in september Last night at the youth football practice, it was cold out there. It was frigid. I didn't know it was going to get cold this brisk, quick. But brisk. Brisk. It was brisk. <laughs> uh, and, and this Florida blood just won't go away. But we 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 going to go and, and, and make it happen anyway uh, since this is year 17, I think, of me living here. Uh, so I should be used to it. But never get used to it. Uh, let's hop into some sports business entertainment, guys, because when it comes to terms and conditions this week, uh, you see terms and conditions of a bet. I got to wear green today. I got to wear green, and this is not Notre Dame green. I want to be specific of why I'm wearing this green shirt. Now, you're right. The Big Flow Show, I did try to get sassy and wear a hat with different colors. But I'm wearing this green shirt because I didn't. I don't own anything that says Marshall Thundering Herd. But I got to wear this green because the green herd came into Notre Dame Stadium and uh, because they signed a contract and get paid $1.25 million to make the trip to Notre Dame. Okay, and, and they won't. I, I guess Marcus Freeman and the Notre Dame football team didn't look at the terms and conditions because there was no stipulation that said that they had to lose. They didn't look at the, the, the point spread. They didn't look at the the, the, the pundits that said that, that, that Marshall didn't have a chance. And not only did they take a bag, take 1.25, but they 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 they, they took, took a, a they w. took a heart. They took, <laughs> they a, took heart. a W. They took a dub yeah. and controlled the line of scrimmage. Terms and conditions, yes or no. We both love our Notre Dame, and, you know, ETP, you're guilty by association. You might not love us, but you at least tolerate us. Terms and conditions is Marcus Freeman's ass on a hot seat. Nah. No? Nah. Hot seat? Nah. They, Bro, he, he's the first coach ever in Notre Dame history to start his career 0-3. Oh, I know some people don't want to give him the first loss in the bowl game because that wasn't his team, but we are 0-3, though. Is he on the hot seat? And I'm trying to be. Very I'm gonna tell you what. If he's on the hot seat, Notre Dame will never ever get another black player ever. Because <laughs> after after the Willingham fire, some people say, "All right, we're gonna give you a little shot now. Let's see what you do with Freeman." Right. But if right. we start having conversations about hot seat, when you know everyone else, so he's the first to go zero and three. But everyone else went like one and three, this and something. Now I don't think anybody played Marshall, but we just gonna we're gonna move that to the side. We're gonna put that little detail someplace else. But the first game was a bowl game. Who had a first game in a in a, in a New Year's Six game? New Year's Six second, bowl game. Yep, second yep. game was against the number two team in the country. So if it hasn't not been for Marshall, no, 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 no. You conveniently skipped the third game. Come on now. The third game was against the I Thundering just, Herd. It got me in this green game. shirt. We got to you know, look. I like had Marshall it not free. been for this Marshall loss, nobody's really tripping about the first two as much. Yeah, but but the 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 hangover of like they lost to Ohio State. It was rep. I thought it was Black a respectable State. game until yeah. you know towards the end, and then Ohio State kind of put on the afterburners. Ah, Eleven. But then points. you but then and you then come but then but then you come but then you come back the next week thinking like okay they're ready they're ready to party like this first is gonna home be, game this as gonna a head season. coach first home game they, as a head coach. And then what happens? Like, do they think they're just gonna walk in? Like, that's yeah. more of a that's more of a, a sentiment of the coach wasn't able to get them up for this game for some right. reason. Right. But job and, security and, questions. 
right, I, look, look I, it's not the seat's not hot, but it's getting warm this in here. This man switched guards for Notre Dame. Switched the guards. <laughs> this dude became a Catholic for Notre Dame. He's like, look, I'm all in, man. Huh? I'll take the Eucharist. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're hilarious. Yo, he has he's to repent. Gone. He's repenting I'll right now. The Eucharist. <laughs> he's uh, doing many, he's saying Yo, many Hail Marys for? right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's was funny. He, he said he switched cops for Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. And now hey, we're talking hey, about firing him. Do we switch? Might... The thing is, if they fired him, does he switch back? Whatever he was. He become Pentecostal again? What does he do? <laughs> Uh, I don't think they're gonna fire him, man. But I at don't the even same like time, the, the implications. I like the yeah. conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm offended for him. You're offended. All right, I'm good. Offended. I'm offended too. All right. So to be clear, I don't think. How long is his deal? How long is his deal? I think he's got a three year deal. He's got a shorter deal. Because I, like I said, shortly, the, seat, the seat's like, not hot, but the, but the room, the room is warm. The room it's is warm. getting warm. Yeah, and that's why it's he tried to switch the conversation by becoming a Catholic. This dude went and got baptized in the name of the Father. And the Son and the Holy Ghost. No, it was the name of the Father, the Son, and trying to keep this contract. That's what it was. Hey, he got wife baptized. Said, hey, man, go get week. baptized. Hey, switch. Become a Catholic, man. Hey, I'm telling hey. you. I hope he's not on the hot seat, but I will say this: that uh, you know, I, you you can't lose. You can't lose to the thundering herd. And and it wasn't just that they lost. If we want to be honest, I got stolen. Marshall controlled the line of scrimmage the entire game on both sides of the ball. So that was disheartening. But I'm in my green because the terms and conditions said I needed to be. Marcus Freeman, I believe in you, dog. And I don't believe you're supposed to be in the hot seat. Let me look right at the camera. But I, I'm going to say this. So. You know, this week around the, the world of Notre Dame football with all of the experts, and I put that in air quote, that have platforms to say what they need to say. The terms and conditions of this job, Marcus Freeman, mean that they're going to be questioning whether or not you are qualified for the job. I believe you are. It seems that to, to be that, that the Big Flow Show thinks that you are. Uh, and that's not just because you're black. I think you, you're a young coach that has shown in the recruiting world that you're going to do great things, but you can't lose to Marshall at home and what is your home opener as a head coach. So get it together this week in practice. Notre Dame's got to play with now their second quarterback That's behind who, who who got outplayed and beat out by a brand new quarterback. And that quarterback didn't play particularly well in the first game. So I'm not going to say it's hit the panic button time, but the terms and conditions of this job, of this magnitude of the attention and fanfare that Notre Dame head coach warrants says you got to do better. And so hopefully he will. That's um, the part that scares me the worst, though, is that worst days are ahead. Like, you think you lost your quarterback who was just, you know, just trying to get him right. And it's like, okay, the Ohio State, I feel like Ohio State should be nervous. That's the, that's that's kind of how bad the game was to me. Ohio State should be like, damn, here we come. They, was, we they, was, they was kind of sorry. Right. We couldn't whoop these cats. I mean, because they had to come back to lose by a score. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm glad I missed the game. I was like, I was glad to be otherwise occupied. Anyway. Well, you know, I, I, I am, I am forever. I love thee. I think that's how it ends. Love thee. I love thee, but love does not mean be blind. That looked bad. So let's get it together. Notre Dame. And another personal grudge match this week. I came out a little different. So as I wear this green, because the terms and conditions of my bet said that I had to. I ain't got nothing to say Marshall. This is Marshall. We are Marshall right here in this green shirt. I lost. There it is. But in another personal grudge match, the 
Baker Bowl. Somehow, some way, the Cleveland Browns were able to win that game. Baker Mayfield did not deliver on his promise and guarantee that he was going. What was his, his promise and guarantee, ETP? What did he say he's going to do to us? Flush the doo brown. Make him pay. What did he say? Make him pay. Did he play well? He played well. I ain't going to front. He played pretty well. He played. It, they did not lose because of him. He played pretty well. So I think, um, you know, I think I think Carolina's in good hands, actually. He played pretty well. I, I'll give him that. Uh, but Baker, Baker, touchdown maker or turnover maker, depending on who you ask, you did not deliver on. Other NFL news that was noteworthy this week in this episode of Turns and Conditions, my brothers, uh, this new contract that Russell Wilson got. Got paid all of that money. The terms and conditions of a contract that big, to me, while it doesn't specify in, in, in black and white, you can infer from the size of the contract that the Denver Broncos put their faith in Russell Wilson. Is that fair to assume? Very, based very on the fair. Numbers of, fair. Very fair. But yet, in the fourth quarter, on fourth and five, after Russell Wilson was was fish grease hot, I'm talking about he was hot at that point. Inexplicably, their new head coach decided to attempt a 64. You heard me right, a 64 yard field goal instead of giving Russell Wilson a chance to get the fourth and five. After on third and thirteen, he just he he, he completed a pass for eight yards. Fourth and five, going in, he decides to kick a 64-yard attempt. Just for those people who don't understand how long of a field goal attempt that is, that would have been, I think, the third longest field goal ever kicked in the NFL. Third or second. 63rd, 63 was the was the uh, the record forever. forever. I think someone got a 67. Were well, they're in Denver, though. Denver is where you're supposed to kick Denver, them yeah, right? Denver, and I think there's one indoors. They're, they're indoors. Yeah, they were Indianapolis. Indoors, so. Yeah, yeah. But mile high, you get a little extra. You get a little extra. And you don't know what that dude was doing in practice, though. The kicker might have been hitting him from seventy in practice. You never know. You think man, that was a lack I, of faith? Yeah, fourth and five from distance. You feel like that was a lack of faith, or you just maybe he just thought the, the kicker could get it. The odds say because you know there's the, the cyber metrics now. The, the the guys who y'all used to laugh at when they had the, the big old calculator TI eighty ones right here hanging out their pocket. Them dudes right <laughs> now running sports. And the, I, the those dudes, the nerdy dudes, said that it was a fourteen percent chance to make the field goal. You had about a thirty two percent chance to get the fourth and five. So even if you went to the numbers, the numbers said. Turns and conditions. The, the, the number you know, said, damn if you do, damned if you don't, is what they right. really said. That's really what they said. There's some real bad numbers. Those aren't like, if those are survival rates, we we crying. We, we do a hospice care. But so, I mean, you paid this man all this money, you don't give him a chance to win the game. I, I didn't like it. I, I, I don't know if it sends the right sign to your team that you sort of kind of believe in Russell Wilson. But on fourth and five, if that's Tom Brady, Ain't no way, whether it be Todd Bowles, Bill Belichick, or any man. and every coach in between, no, no, nobody is going to be able to tell me they're taking Tom Brady off the field. They're going to give him a chance. Well, speaking of Tom Brady, the last time Russell Wilson was given an opportunity to win a game, <laughs> he threw an interception in the end zone. So... <laughs> 
Maybe. Yeah, but that was that's that's the cybermetrics say it. Cybermetrics say give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) But hit the ball. That's really gonna lose this super. Where was Marshawn? That's that's the real question. Where was Marshawn Lynch? Something something should have gave, man. I I I, I thought it was a slap in, in, in Russell Wilson's face. Here he is. He he doing he I mean he is going hard. Maybe for he did one of these. <laughs> hey. You, you think he called himself out? <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> How much time I just, is that? You know, look, man, we started off the show talking about my man Marcus Freeman on the hot seat and just the optics of it. The black quarterback, excuse me, black coach at Notre Dame. And now this black quarterback, just the optics of it, man. Like you just the greats, the best, the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you give them a chance to win that game. And the optics of it to me just look bad. It's not about black and white, but how dare I not at least acknowledge the terms and conditions of how it looks from an optic standpoint. The court of public opinion says you put the ball in Russell Wilson's hand. And the fact that you didn't, you said something without saying something, and now the team has to deal with that 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 belief that you don't have the belief. Just my two cents. Man, am I looking too deep into it? I don't Real know. Deep. Really? That's it's a tough, man. it's a tough, it's a tough spot, right? Like it wasn't like fourth and five, or it wasn't like fourth and goal. It wasn't how much time was left? Uh they had enough time to try to get closer. I don't remember the like exactly. just get closer or go down and score. They had enough time to go down and score, I think. I think. I think they got the ball back with it. You you making me know the details and, and no, this I'm sorry. episode turned you know, the conditions like, shit. I don't remember exactly. my wife has lifetime on and I, I and I'm not tough enough to No, it was a great control. game. Great game. You missed a great game. Yeah, great. Game. So you can't even you can't even grab the remote. I'm sometimes not I'm not tough enough. enough to grab the remote. Hey, sometimes you gotta pretend like you so, sat on it. It was twenty seconds on the clock. Twenty <laughs> seconds. See, that's the thing that's kind of tough. So they're that far away, twenty seconds, things could go wrong. So what can go fires. wrong? That's like you have to, you have seconds. to pull like three rabbits out the hat to even get there, right? Like, but if they get the first down out of bounds, then they kick a closer field goal. Like that's a scenario, right? Oh, be but, be clear. I'm not saying like three points wins the game. I'm not saying put Russell Wilson on the field and let him try to go down and score. I'm saying you keep Russell Wilson on the field to ultimately get to a better and more logical field goal attempt. Right. So that's out of bounds play to make it a, a more probable field goal. Yes. But. that's what I'm, I'm not saying they should have gone down and scored. But in 20 seconds, you got time to complete a pass anywhere on the entire field. The entire playbook is open. Because in 20 right. seconds, you have enough time to then get so back to the left. I think they had one left. And, don't and a, four, and a fourth and five is hard to, is hard to defend, hard. right? Because you can go deep. But you they have to. Deep. They have to maintain the first down. You know, they, they have gotta, to hold them you, from the first down. Do I so, need to throw to the side? So if he makes it, then he's a genius. No. He misses it, so now Russell Wilson. I like what Henry Davis has got to say. Let's talk about their OC and their head coach. Maybe they should be on the hot seat. Head coach should be on the hot seat. That's why this this take is about their head coach and that decision. And I I, I, I just think the terms and conditions of paying somebody that type of money. And the person being Russell Wilson, who has earned, in my humble opinion, the respect such that he should have a chance to go and get a closer field goal, says to me that buyer beware. Your head coach don't believe in you, dog. Instead, he would try what would be the third longest field goal in NFL history. B is one of those dudes, man, one of those those dudes that get you into a fight at the club, right? 
Man, you see how he stepped on your shoe? He thinks you're sorry, man. He don't have, man, he has no respect for you as a man. Next thing up, you man. know, you hit somebody yeah. in the head with a bottle. I'm gassing him up. You better be gassing him up. He yep. gassing like, come on, man. Yeah, and he I'm using fancy words to do it. Good, I'm gonna use, use fancy words, yo. The terms and conditions of this whole thing, bro. <laughs> um, the stipulations and the, See, and the it's just not working. <laughs> Maybe he just thought dude could make the field goal, man. How about that? <laughs> my man Harry Davis in the building. What's up, my brother? Appreciate you guys. And it's a great time to say, please like, comment, share, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody you know, and please subscribe to both our YouTube channel and to our podcast. Love friendly faces in the room in our live recording of it man and and please keep them coming with the comments because it helps us think a little differently about each one of these topics so I, i'll move on from russell wilson y'all think i'm tripping Give that the wilson. coach didn't just basically punk him and smack him in the now face he got mushed week, if y'all kick this week at the end i got to let me i got to let me be right <laughs> russell, russell wilson got one of these mushed him head coach mushed him all right cool i i, I I'll, I'll move on and not try to create a fight uh, other NFL recap stuff in this episode of Terms and Conditions, the Bears didn't believe that they are the Bears. The Bears, uh, the Bears went out and beat San Fran. They didn't just win the game. They beat the 49ers, which I was shocked. And so we got to give the, the, the Big Flow Show his flowers and let him bask in the glory of this moment because there are two type of teams in the NFL right now. You're either 1-0 or you're 0-1. Or and and you guys, the Chicago Bears are one and oh, my man, Big Flow Show. Congratulations! I'm gonna leave him up here for a while because I might not to get to lift him again. So just bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a funny stat, also. Not a single AFC team won a game, and two AFC teams played each other, and they tied. <laughs> so they, not one AFC team won this week. Every NFC team won. That's not crazy. Won. The Bears. Huh? I mean, the Browns won. We're AFC. We beat uh, the. You talking about the AFC North? Because the North. Dolphins lost to the Patriots. Dolphins are AFC. Yeah, it must have been a division. Yeah, because we it must won. have been a bad, a bad meme there. I read yeah, it. Bad, I didn't yeah, check. We it. won. Hey, don't. Yeah. Hey, we won, baby. The, the, the Browns won. But I was shocked to see. Maybe that was that. Was that the new game? Late game? Was that late game? You know, how sometimes the memes look so sweet. You just go with them. You want them to be true. <laughs> you want them to be true. No, we. <laughs> We won, and but most importantly, the Bears won. So in this episode of Terms and Conditions, I just want you to know, when you look at the fine print of your fan application, because, you know, at the beginning of the year, people would try to go to skip, to, 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 to skip town and be on another team's bandwagon. You signed a good deal. You signed a good contract. You signed a good quarterback, Justin Fields, who looked pretty good in week one of the two young quarterbacks. He definitely looked better than Trey Lance. I, are, are, yes or no? Don't try to don't try to beat around the bush. Yes or no? Are these Chicago Bears for real? They're not for fake, but I don't know if they're for real yet. Scott Bibb, don't man. I don't know why they put your comment up there. I hate when people talk about the rain. It rained on both sides of the ball, right? <laughs> okay. It rained over there too. It rains in Northern California sometimes, doesn't it? I know it doesn't rain in Southern California, but I'm sure those dudes got some rain before. Like we the only ones had to deal with a wet ball or another other team wet ball. For us, it was dry. I don't know. It look, they came out there, they 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 all knew what time the game started, and they all they all brought they started eleven on each side. They came out, they fit the three man roster, and we won, man. Stop trying to excuse all, right. all that stuff. So the bears right. are for real. Bears are for real. They're I'm, not I, the jury's still out, but I, they're not fake. They want to know. They they, 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 they're the top of the division. Teams. You got two types of teams. If one the playoffs starting tomorrow, they'll be in it. 
And guess what? Since Scott Bibb decided to make that comment, um, she, the, 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 the Scott Bibb fandom of the world, he happens to be a Dallas Cowgirl fan. Oh. Y'all 0-1. So 1-0 or 0-1? Cowboy fans always put their chin out like that. They yeah, always do. Cowboys fans. They just, you know, because they just, they're Cowboys fans. Let's skip to another game because the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, I want, I want to, they, they won last night. Spoiler alert for those who didn't watch it. I don't do the Amazon Prime thing. I just can't do it. Uh, and for those of you who are watching, my, my man ATP having a little bit of, of, of technical difficulty. I thought he so just had the, the, the best non-blink status ever. I was like, this dude does not blink. I just was in there. Yeah, no, nah, we had a little bit of difficulty with ETP. He'll be back. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they, they are 2 and up now because they won last night. But the, the thing that I think is amazing about Kansas City is you talk about next man up. Kansas City and Andy Reid had some things to say about the turf in Arizona. But in week one, Kansas City kicker got hurt. What does Kansas City do? They take a defensive back, Justin Reed, put him out there to not only kick PATs, but he kicks the kickoffs. Not only does he kick the kickoff, but the man kicks through the uprights on a kickoff. Now, I know we changed it a little bit, and they're trying to discourage runbacks, but to kick through the uprights, he's serious with it as a kicker. Uh, Justin Reed, I don't know what your contract says. But in this episode of Terms and Conditions, I hope you had something in there about if you ever got to go into a game and be a kicker, you get a bonus. Right? Because he was a backup kicker, an emergency kicker in college at Stanford. So I hope your agent was smart enough to put some stipulation in your Terms and Conditions to say that you ever have to go on that field to utilize your kicking services, you get paid a bonus in that game. Some sort of bonus. At least a free cup of coffee or start something. He saved them. A gift card? You're right. He, he, he saved them. And then, you know, last night, uh, I, I don't know if, if, if it was Kansas City winning the game or the Chargers losing the game. Justin Herbert in a, a Herculean effort. Uh, with, I know he was getting x-rayed after the game. I think he, he hurt his non-throwing arm. But he looked in, in, in gruesome pain. And I know that because of the highlights, not because I paid for the Amazon. What's going on with the NFL, man? You got to pay something. You know, it's funny you say that. So I actually have Amazon Prime, but I didn't even, we didn't even talk about this. I boycott, I'm boycotting Thursday Night Football because I feel like professional sports should be on the major networks and maybe ESPN, like basic cable. Right. I have Amazon Prime, but I'm like, man, I'm not encouraging this. I don't want sports to move to Amazon Prime uh hbo uh you know whatever what they were paramount plus i don't want yeah. all that stuff yeah I, all these free plugs go up. everybody you guys just got free plugs for me but i don't <laughs> i don't want that man like i don't want to have to do I, I discourage it and i heard it was the the broadcast was trash the audio was off and then now so now amazon prime does commercials is that what we're doing now i don't know what's going on. i got amazon prime too but the notion that i had to pay something extra to get Me a thursday I, didn't watch I, didn't, I just I, I was like literally you know you know how in the end of those emails they say hit this to unsubscribe when i unsubscribe quickly not even thinking i do have amazon prime so what was in in terms of conditions what did you right. have to do in order to watch the game it was just too much for me i guess you if just, it ain't so playing I tried enough to go, turn to channel seven i'm not doing it. we have um Xfinity cable out here. I don't know what you guys have in New Jersey, but like you hit this little C button and all the sports come up. 
And then I kept going over to the game and I saw the score. And now I hit watch the game. It would, it would like do an error message, right? Cause you know, they didn't know right. what to do. Cause this typically stuff that are like are integrated, like Netflix or all those things, they don't really work well with the guide and all the other functions of the TV station, right? I'm getting mm-hmm. too technical for this early in the morning on a sports show, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it wouldn't work. said that. I thought you said I'm getting too technical for this dumb. I thought you were talking about me, but yeah, no, okay. for sports, <laughs> I'm just going too deep. But the bottom line is, I couldn't, I couldn't click to it. So I found I was on on, on Amazon. My curiosity kind of wanted to see what it looked like, but again, I was offended by the whole situation, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. So I hope that if nobody, I hope the ratings go down and they take it off and they go back to regular TV because Notre Dame was trying to do that Paramount Plus. No, um, no, theirs Peacock. was uh, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. I'm not, I'm not interested in that, man. Which that, is a streaming sports should be on major networks and possibly ESPN. If you want to do your own little TV network thing, I can get that. But all that that. Service streamers, I'm not interested. Uh, thank you, my man Patrick Thomas. What's up, coach? Uh, coach Patrick tells me that I didn't have to do nothing, it was free as long as you had prime. I do have prime, but I, I, I what does that how do they know I have prime? I'm getting too technical, too. Depressing. My I thing is, this, I'm getting old and crotchety, too. I agree, yeah. It's like, bro, take tell know. me what channel to turn to, yeah. That's all got you got to tell me. What terms I ain't got to click in and use and let them know I got prime and all. I, I don't. Maybe they know already because of technology. The fact that I'm in the house, the 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 cyber world. Wait, they say, Hold on, on. Bob, I'm in the house. B, B Brown has Prime. We can put it on Prime. B yeah, Brown we can. Now that's him. Um, <laughs> we we jest, but we ain't too far away from them. Uh, my cell phone being in the vicinity, maybe they don't. But I ain't doing all that, man. It's football. Tell me what channel to turn it to. I'm gonna watch the game. I shouldn't I have to game? understand the what terms and conditions of my Amazon Prime uh, 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 status in order to watch a damn game. It's football. What if I wanted to DVR the game? Hmm? What if I got off late? I, they don't think about that type of stuff. I don't like that. I don't like I'm that boycott. So Boycott so, Thursday Night Football. But the other story that we got to share, that we absolutely have to share with the Kansas City Chiefs, um, there are... Stories in the NFL every year that make you proud. And this particular story makes you proud. Because you always hear about the guy who, you know, was delivering packages uh, and, you know, was a UPS driver and somehow he got an opportunity. Um, but they seem very few and far between. And then, you you, you know, it, it, it's a story and then it's gone. But when you have that, when you capture that lightning in the bottle, you should share it. And I think this week, uh, the story of Jalen Watson with the Kansas City Chiefs, the guy who had the pick six, is a very great – it's a great story, uh, a, a, a good field story. Um, did you, do you know what I'm talking about, Big Flow yeah. Show? with the? How, how, what did you think about it? First of all, having the pick six – Shout out to him for being in the right place and making that that play. But they were talking about how he was searching for jobs after college, and, and now he's in this moment. So it's just good to see. Feels good. I think, you know, you, every couple of Super Bowls, typically you catch a story. Two to three Super Bowls, you catch a story about what a guy was doing two weeks ago before they had to call him up. And this dude, this isn't a Super Bowl, but this guy worked at a Wendy's, and they came and did this. And so a couple of things, I started laughing, thinking, all right, He's gonna be how many guys? When, how many guys have probably worked at the Wendy's and say, "Man, I can play some football. I can hoop, man. I do this." You know what I mean? Running their mouth about what they could do. Everybody's like, "All right, man, flip the burger, 
Shut right. your mouth. So this dude, you trying to try flip the hell with your flip turn, flipping your hips, flip that burger, flip that burger, man. They waiting. The line's long. I want no one wants to hear about how good you are at football. But you know how people were crunk at his Wendy's when they see that happen. Like, that's, <laughs> hey, that's dude from third shift. Free that, fries for everybody. That's dude from no, they went nuts when he did that stuff. So shout out to him for that, man. But you know, people got to grind out there, and this is real. I think everyone always sees like the 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 glitz and the glamour. People don't realize how much, you know, how much grinding goes into it. And, you know, shout out to Wendy's, man. I might go get me a Frosty today. Jalen Watson, <laughs> baby, good job, man. Shout, shout out for you to make every every Wendy's employee who loves to talk about how good they were in high school, who loves to, to, to rehash the days of youth football when they scored six touchdowns against, uh, you know, P-Valley Tigers, who loves to talk about, man, I, boy, I was a bad man. Shout out to you for giving all those people even more hope. The terms and conditions say that where you are in life right now, if you keep on working, tomorrow can be a better tomorrow. So, Jalen Watson, thank you for proving that. Uh, let's hop into some other things, man. So, that's NFL recap um, for, from week one and the beginning of week two last night. The Amazon Prime game, we shall call it. Uh, let's get into some other stuff, man, because I, I, I saw this week – we talk about Jalen Watson and, and after school, you know, going and working for Wendy's and odd jobs and trying to figure out what's going on in life. They, 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 they in that situation, those type of players, those type of stories give you hope that you can strike lightning in the bottom. But this next story, shows that if you surround yourself with the right people, because there's terms and conditions that we talk about in terms of these coaches, terms and conditions of the contracts that these players are playing on. But there's an unwritten terms and conditions of the contract you have, the social contract you have in a friendship. And Shaquille O'Neal, the brothers, <laughs> this week, adhere to and showed out he exceeded any expectations of that social contract in terms of his friends because he is the person that was a catalyst for not just only him, but a, a several other, I think 14 other friends or whatever the number was to pursue a master's degree. Shout out to Shaq, man. That's real friendship. That, that, that's what friendship should be about. Now I know uh, the the story. What was what what is it? The Big Flow show that it was it, it, it's the University of Phoenix, and they didn't have a, they normally do yeah, everything they, online. they only do online classes. Shaq. So this is a, you know this other part of the story. So this 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 rich people this first world type shit. He wanted to get his MBA live and in person. They said we only do it online, and they said well if we're gonna do a class, you know we would need fifteen people. He said done. Now <laughs> we <laughs> this. I wanted to, how did you listen? Did you send out a group text and say, hey, who wants to get a master's? Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like you know, somebody might come to town more, and be like, who it, wants to go to the concert? Who it wants was probably to more targeted than that. It was probably like, yo, you know, he asked somebody, you know, this is just for example's sake, because we are in group text too, but if I would say, 
at Big Flow Show. Your dumb ass need to get a master's. You need to sign up. That's probably that's what it was. Do. He, he, he got a, yeah. one, one of the it was example. It was example purposes, man. That's it. Yeah. He added but, his friends. Is like you, you, you need a master. You coming with me? I don't even have fifteen. Friends I, I, was I was gonna say before. Yeah, I was gonna say it's impressive that like he has fifteen friends with college degrees that are willing to go get their masters with him. <laughs> right. like, a lot of that's, stuff. That's crazy to me. Like I don't have, I have friends. I have my masters. I have friends with masters. I have friends with college degrees. I'm pretty sure I couldn't say, "Hey, 15, roll with me to University of Phoenix, and we're all gonna study whatever I decide." Oh, yeah, it's we're not like weekend, right? It's a whole degree. It's a whole whole year, like a whole masters. <laughs> like I can, I have a hard time putting together a barbecue with 15 people unless I do plus one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you I put together you. a barbecue, you would make sure it's not a potluck. You would just supply all the stuff because somebody's not going to come through with the potato salad. Somebody's not going to oh come my. through with the, the 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 vegetables or whatever you're trying to come up with. Shackle, Most friends, it's time to get your PhD, call me, man. Right. I'll, I'll you. <laughs> you going to be in with me? Uh, shout Do you out think to Shaq, Shaq, Shaq cheated off those dudes? They made him, and look, I paid for that. <laughs> oh, that's what it was? The, that was the contract? The so they all had to do his homework for him. <laughs> like, shout part of this is you get my degree. <laughs> yeah. Why you there? Hey, why you there? Pick me up. Pick me up with uh, NBA, too. But I'm paying. You, hey, that's, that's, you fly out by. Uh, I like Shaq and, and, and what he was able to do, man. I, I will say this to everyone here um, because Shaq, showed out when it came to the moral contract, the social contract, rather, of being a friend. So I would be remiss if I didn't say to our live audience, our friends of Ball Hawk Sports Talk. 15 of y'all. Right, I'm not asking you to go get a master's degree Just and leave your job and your family and, and, and commit to whatever they did, you know, every weekend, whatever, to get their master's. All I'm asking you to do is to like, comment, share, Tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know, and subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel. Shout out to Shaq, the bros, for showing people how it's done, man. Am the I wrong for thinking he could have done something better than, like, University of Phoenix? Am I <laughs> Like, if you was going to buy me a I was going to, I was trying to let that part of it just go out I the mean, window. Like, I, try, I kept trying to let it go. Like, why don't like, you just you get, like, okay, six friends and go to the house for, for a dinner? Every weekend for a year. Uh, Are you really going to share McDonald's? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because he could have went to another school and not had to bring 15 of his friends who actually right. do in-person learning. <laughs> yeah, but Somebody that, that, that wasn't the terms and conditions of it. It had to be University of Phoenix. That's who he has his yeah, deal with. Yeah, because he had a marketing deal with them, right? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he had, he had, he had a, a marketing deal with them. So, you know, it's one of those things where uh Shaq gonna 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 make sure he take care of Shaq and, and he's he's but I'm not mad at that the fact that he's a, mar- a marketing genius I mean Shaq's on everything from insurance to you, you know Shaq's on everything but at the end of it in the terms and conditions still mean that you could write on your resume you got a master so shout out to Shaq man I'm not even, I ain't gonna discount it even though you know, he said he got the NBA because he felt like people weren't respecting him in the business meetings you know he's a real very good businessman yeah he is and he wanted to to get the education to to kind of feel like people stopped talking past him in the in the meetings but again but then they were like but it's University of Phoenix, the Phoenix. Dog. <laughs> 
You and 15 people, y'all just could sign up. It's like, do they have to apply or do they just sign up for the NBA? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just order the NBA. I don't have 15 <laughs> friends that just have the type of, like, what if the, the transcripts didn't work? What if, what if you signed up for it and you were the one guy that they said, man, hey, look, I can't let you in here, dog. Look at your great, look at your transcript. <laughs> you know, you, your GMAT score was trash. That's terrible. It's like being too, like, when you go to the amusement park with the kids and you're too short. Yeah. You're the only one too short. You're trying to get your whole, you're, you're trying to get right. <laughs> Get yeah. your weight up, man. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'll say this because I see that the, my man uh, Scott Bibb has mentioned it. Last night's game, because of our terms and conditions and, and me being suspicious that I had to pay more, I just watched the highlights. But he, he, he uh, my man Scott Bibb, and that's why we do the live audience, because the terms and conditions of this is if you – we're asking you to comment, so if you do, you might be contributing to the show. In this case, you are. He's, he's talking about the tight end. He's mentioning um, the tight end, Gerald Everett. And I guess they were in a tempo offense. Um, the, the the pick six that we're referring to, uh, it, it it's a situation where uh, they're in a tempo offense. Jalen uh, Watson gets the pick six, but if you look in the details, it was the tight end, Gerald Everett, who had made two consecutive catches. And on the play that is in question, uh, when Jalen Watson has the pick six, they showed Gerald Everett trying to come off the field. He's gas. He's trying to come off the field and, uh, you know, but it's tempo. They're trying to score. And, you know, I guess in his exhaustion, doesn't run the route to perfection, trying to come off the field. And then the pick six happens, a 99 yard pick six. So uh, while the entire Wendy's third shift crew is celebrating their guy, Jalen Watson, uh, the terms and conditions is in question when it comes to that tight end trying to come off the field. Yeah, we all been there. Is that too much? To should we blame him if he if he's gassed? Should we blame him, Gerald Everett? Are, are, are we pointing the finger at him and and saying, dude, the terms and conditions of this say that you got to be in for a penny, out for a pound? Who cares that you tired? Are we saying that the terms and conditions of this new generation player they just soft? I'm talking about Charmin soft. Uh, because why are you tired? Uh, but 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 you know, let's ask. What do you guys say? We've all been in that situation where you are tired, and you do the tap. You know, like like you were saying, call call out for the game, get out of the game. Are I mean, we mad? Was, he, was he just tired though? Was he just tired, or was he? I, it sounds like he was just tired. The story goes, and you know, again, I'm just I just pulled it up. I, I was watching highlights, but it seems as though it was in the middle of a drive. He had two back-to-back catches, right. uh, one catch, and it looked like the entire team is on his back, and he's calling to get out of the game. He doesn't get out of the game, and instead there's a 99-yard interception return the other way, what we would say is a half-hearted, half-hearted maybe route. Uh, my man Scott Bibb says in the comments, he gave up completely on the play. Everybody was gassed. It was late in the fourth quarter. What are we saying? Are the terms and conditions of that like that, that – Everett is is to blame here, or fatigue makes cowards of us all. If you're tired, you tired, say he said he was tired. Fatigue makes cowards of us all, or 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 when you go back into the the, the locker room, fourth quarter, Gerald Everett is because he was tired. We won't say he was the cause, but he is a part of that 99 yard interception return. You get back into the locker room, you mad at him. Or is it just part of it? We all been tired. I'm fitting tired, coach. Uh, 
I hate, I absolutely hate when I'm coaching AAU basketball and I see somebody do that. I don't know what that is. I don't know what language that is, but your ass gonna be in there until we substitute. We gonna do the substitutions. I hate when someone does that. I, but I was a person that that ran a lot, right? I ran a lot, a lot. I was always in shape, and so maybe I don't understand just how desperate you are when you you're feeling as though you can't breathe and you gas. What do y'all say, man? Are we looking at Everett like, bro, get it together? Or, I mean, he is a tight end, a bigger body type. It's a two-minute drill. They have been moving. He had two straight catches. Or are we giving him a pass on this? What do y'all no. say? We go into the, the, the contract people and say, the, the, the social contract that you have in that locker room, did Gerald Everett violate it by leading to that 99-yard interception return because he's tired? No. I mean – he violated, like, I get it. You're tired. You're trying to call out. But that being said, if you're on the field, especially in a critical time, like, you're a professional. You've done this your entire life. Like, you've got to you gotta show up. Like, you got to go. You got to put, leave. You got something left. Leave it there. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it's going to take. You know, the taking a playoff, like, that determined the game. That determined the entire game. So if you're in a critical in a critical play, like you gotta you gotta dig down and, and bring that last piece of energy that you had in reserve and get it done. Yeah, right. I'm with you. All right, all right. And just remember, everybody, we live on YouTube, so you could you could check us out there. Uh, Big flow show to you. My bad to interrupt, but I want to make sure they knew what what, no. what you thinking, man. I, I I mean, it's tough to see what what led up to him being that tired. You know, had he. Had he been it was a two-minute drill. It was a two-minute drill, and he had two catches in on the drive. And one catch, I, I mean, I, I might be exaggerating, but it, it seemed like all 11 defenders somehow made it to the ball and tackled him. But, it's, again, it's a crucial two-minute drive. So You never want to see somebody give up, right, whatever. But maybe, maybe the play that we thought that he had that last juice was the last two plays. But two-minute drill – if it wasn't that long of a drive, how how tired can you get? Like, did he run a go route on every route? So it's tough, yeah. but you should never quit. But he also wonders the dude not running a route like that. Why would you throw the bottle? Was he the best option? I think he was. Uh, you know, I think at the time Justin Herbert was already hurt. Well, he Justin fired. Herbert, yeah, he broke his ribs or whatever. Yeah, nah, that time. dude, he's you, tough. I got broken ribs through the ball, but you you're tired <laughs> and you can't chase him. Yeah, you get that's what I'm out. saying. Yeah, not, yeah, not acceptable. Uh, all right, so y'all y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all gonna take him to the front of the congregation, and y'all gonna chastise my man Gerald Everett. I can't say that, man. I, I just think that you know a tight end body, and if you're tired, you're tired, and 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 yeah, you couldn't sub him out because that means you're giving Kansas City a chance, def- the Kansas City defense a chance uh, to make some 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 changes as well. But uh, when it comes to terms and conditions, man, you know there are things that are in your contract, and then there are things that are just the social norms. So I'm imagining in the locker room, he was met with some of the same tension that is shared here, right? Somebody might want to shoot brother Fade. Like, you the reason we lost. Um, but I don't know, because this day and age, in terms of conditions, these cats don't really see it like that. Uh, Gerald, ever get in shape, man. Stop smoking Newports and... and, and Stop and, eating at Wendy's. Come the two were related. Circuit. The two were related. I'm yeah, breaking on this Watson ball. This man, had, he, kept, he was at the dollar menu every day. I'm breaking <laughs> on this ball. I know there's no way he's got anything left. 
Uh, at the risk of sounding old, though, I do think that that's something that even the fact that I'm even willing to entertain. Hey, he was just tired. I just I, I, I have adjusted my understanding of these these these, these new age players, man. Um, but I digress. Uh, we were talking about Shaq and getting his friends a master's degree or being instrumental in making sure they got a master's degree. Um, there's another businessman who I want to talk about from the NBA. And it's none other than, because in this episode of Terms and Conditions, he signed a deal. I'm talking about a mega deal. It's none other than the one who looks like he's eight years old. Now I'll give him 12 years old. Chef Curry. Steph Curry just signed a lifetime deal. A lifetime deal worth a billion. That's right, with a big old B. A billion dollars. With Under Armour. Uh, and we talked about the lifetime deal that Michael Jordan has, the lifetime deal that LeBron James has. But now you got Steph Curry and Under Armour. And at one point, people were really hot on those Under Armour shoes, the SCs. Um, uh, 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 but even naming the shoe, that's not really that exciting, Under Armour. SC, can we do better? Oh, anyway, I digress. Uh, a billion-dollar lifetime deal. Steph Curry is now in that other upper echelon, man. He's not only the Mount Rushmore of basketball players, and I know by saying that I'm opening myself up for some 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 blowback. He's not only on the the the, the, the Mount Rushmore, and we've extended it beyond four heads in this case, but he's in, in, in that that other category, being the all-time best shooter, three-point shooter ever in the NBA. He's in that other uh, that that other echelon in terms of his impact on the game. Steph Curry made it okay for you to take one step past half court and launch the ball. He, he, he's on that other, other category, that upper echelon of players that, that, that you had to change the entire game because of how do you defend. But now he's on the other stratosphere, in the, the, the upper room, if you will, of businessmen. Love to see it. What do you guys think about a Steph Curry billion-dollar deal, Under Armour, uh, it's not gonna make me buy any Under Armors, but I'm I'm sure that maybe Under Armour gets hot again and kids go out and buy it in droves. But regardless, he got his money. The terms and conditions say it's lifetime and it's a billion. What do y'all think about Steph Curry? It's uh, it's good for him. You know, it's <laughs> it's definitely good for him. That's the understatement of the year. It's good for him. He got a billion. It's not bad. It's not a bad. Deal. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, inflation's at an all-time high. Maybe you should have negotiated something a little bit more lucrative. Job security. Job security. <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing about Under Armour is they went through a time period around the time when they signed him or when he had a good couple years early on, you know, when, when the dubs were kind of becoming a, uh, a dynasty. And Under Armour just started unloading the bags to all types of endorsement deals, all types of merch deals. They had major league baseball. They had to walk away from that. So they were overspending crazy when they had, they were hot at the moment because they transitioned into being more than just these like performance athletic wear. And so they're like, all right, we're going to sponsor everybody. We're going to sponsor Notre Dame. We're going to sponsor major league baseball. We're going to have Steph Curry. We're going to blow this up. We're going to have a million AAU teams that, help you know get these shoes out there so that we build this whole new challenger brand 
So I'm not surprised they did it. He's been he's like the only mainstay for them from a partnership standpoint. And obviously, being that they're on the West Coast, being that you know the Warriors are very popular in China, I'm sure it's relatively successful for them. We'll see if he ends up getting into golf, but then there's a whole golf line that they can probably do with Under Armour. So I don't know if a billion dollars will be a lot of money in 10 years. So maybe maybe Under Armour got a deal, but LeBron signed a billion dollar deal with Nike and now it's feeling like he got underpaid excessively. Very fair. But but Nike, yes, I, I'll give you that. Big flow show. What you got for me, man? What do you I think mean, the billion the dollars? Seen somebody every time I see the Steph Curry shoe, it's a meme. Somebody said it was like <laughs> an orthopedic shoe. I mean, the way they talk about him, not, I, not on the same day. Come on, the terms and conditions of this, you can't do this on the same day. The man just signed a life. You you gonna what are those? You gonna give him that? I'm today? A, what are those? Too yeah, soon. the what are those? What so are my those? thing is like it must just be for him, just just who he is as a person, because I I would think that the school deals are more lucrative. You know what I mean? You 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 attach your brand to whole school. So not, I love that he I like Steph Curry. I like the fact he got paid. So let's just start there. I don't care what the man, what their return on their investment is, but you just are like, God, a billion dollars for the rest of your life. And I've never seen, I haven't seen a pair of dudes and Steph Curry's in a while. So it must be something else he's doing. I know you guys talked about, you know, his golf. He might have a golf line, come on, do whatever. So get paid, make that money. People get throwing paid, on that young Steph, get billion paid. dollars like it's, like it's, it's nothing anymore. I'm still trying to get to a meal. Get paid, Steph Curry. Get paid. <laughs> they could have got me for half that. I have to put that out there. <laughs> I have to put. That I mean, out if, we're the, if we're if we're if this is a bidding war, <laughs> could have right. got me for half that. I'm happy to undercut that by at least a million dollars. And I give you <laughs> like, hey, I give you lifetime, and I come back after death and give it yeah. to you. <laughs> Even when <laughs> I die, you can <laughs> use my image. Hey, you, I'll right, say you this, put. Though. You run, you run your commercials on my tombstone for eternity. Right. For eternity. So if, if right. he's like goes in the hospice care, do they have to just start paying that up? Still straight up, he gonna be How under does that armor. Go? Uh, I'll say this: that that you make a good point, ETP, when you talk about Under Armour and what they were doing at that time is taking on the Goliath that was Nike. They were taking on the Goliath's little brother. That was Adidas. And Under Armour was able to do it. They were able to become at least a household brand in a shorter amount of time because of, this is my opinion, because of the Steph Curry effect. What I think they also did, and that's why I think Steph Curry is, is doesn't get enough credit about like his impact on the game. He had an amazing impact on the game. But, but Under Armour's affiliation with Steph Curry the impact on making other brands commit to something similar because now that's what Puma is doing. That's what New Balance is doing. New Balance went and got Kawhi Leonard and tried to turn into uh, what do they call a lifestyle brand. Puma has now signed a few people. I see Skylar Diggins, shout out to Skylar Diggins, has her own brand now, but they, 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 they tried to infiltrate through sports with a marquee spokesperson, one of the figures that people gravitated to, and also create a lifestyle brand. So whatever we might say about what you call orthopedic shoes, the what are those from an aesthetic standpoint, maybe we don't like the shoes, 
but I love the deal. Shout out to Steph Curry, a Billy, Billy, Billy. So Straight one thing, one thing additionally to mention. So early in Steph's career, he had serious ankle issues, right? He's not had, I mean, they said he was going to be done in like the first few years of his career because he had weak ankles and all of this. They call and, them wankles. They call them wankles. <laughs> wankles. wankles. He, technical. He, he wankles. Sorry, I did. I, I did not know the technical term. Yeah. Um. But he hasn't. He hasn't had any real. I mean, he. You know, he got his his ankles rolled on in Boston last year, but he hasn't had any real ankle issues. Where like, you know, when Zion his shoe blew up when he was at Duke because he was wearing one of the Kyrie yeah. shoes. They're like, oh, you, my God. Not, I got to preempt this. You're not going to call him orthopedic shoes because he had he had. No I'm not saying they're orthopedic shoes. I'm just saying it's a <laughs> testament to the quality of the footwear because he yeah. hasn't had any issues. Because he didn't take a big enough hit for that. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> and then he hurt not. his knee. He came back and hurt his knee. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, Nike. Yeah. They didn't take enough. But that's when you – because when you are Goliath – and you've got enough marketing out there, you've got enough product out there, and everybody's wearing your product. Yeah. You know, they they it, it was just we talked about it for 28 seconds and we, we moved on. And then what's even more interesting is Zion ended up signing a Nike deal. Right. <laughs> After all of that, <laughs> everybody wanted Zion. And he, he said it was, it was one shoe. Play. What are you gonna do? It was one shoe. What do you need? What are we gonna you judge you for one shoe? I judge um, you for the check you write me. <laughs> so let's go to the other billionaire because I I want to I want to make sure. Foot. Say again. And then broke his foot. And then broke Zion him. might should have signed the uh, Puma deal. Maybe <laughs> or, or, or Under Armour for or the orthopedic support. We get somewhere now. <laughs> Thinking about that money, all that glitter ain't gold. Okay, yeah, all that glitter ain't gold. gold. Um, <laughs> I I I want to move into another billionaire man because I thank you for that EGP because you put sort of the marketing and branding touch to that that I need I couldn't have done that but I, I we'll see where Under Armour goes from here because that is what it's all about brand building and the fact that we're talking about it Under Armour's done something right the fact that Under Armour has some of these deals you know look Big Flow Show your son's a Northwestern football player they're rocking Under Armour. All day. Boston College, rocking Under Armour. Maryland, Under Armour. Notre Dame, Under Armour. And they went in a different direction, not only for the spokespeople, because Steph Curry, while a great three-point shooter, you know, he wasn't a high-flying scoring dunker that normally was getting these shoe deals. He was the schoolboy-looking kid that, or young man that all the kids related to. That wasn't typical for a person that would get a type of deal like that. So I think Under Armour, they figured it out. They figured out their niche, and we'll see how where it goes from here. Uh, the other person that we think of when synonymous with lifetime deals, synonymous with being associated with the, the overall value of a shoe company is Miguel Jordan. Michael Jordan is in the news this week because – Somebody out there spent $10.1 million. And sorry, we, we left out the point one. Um, and the point one being $100,000. $10.1 million for auction jerseys. The game won 1998. I, I didn't even look at the details of that game. That must have been a hell of a game. The 1998 finals, 
I couldn't even afford the hundred thousand that we omitted. I couldn't afford that's that for that jersey. You know what I mean? Not not without moving some things around. The way my the way my account <laughs> <is. laughs> What's the famous black saying? <laughs> Big flow show. The way my check come in. You know, the way my <laughs> check come in. <laughs> Hey, at least your check my, come in, man. See, it was the first and fifteenth. The way my check come in, I yeah. couldn't afford a hundred thousand. But somebody spent ten point one million dollars on a jersey, bro. And I love Michael Jordan, bro. I don't, Michael, Michael J. Jordan. Please don't forget the J. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I love me some Michael Jeffrey Jordan, but his jersey. How's it worth ten point one million dollars, man? What we doing here? And it is the highest auction amount ever for sports memorabilia of course it's michael jordan but at some point man you know like what are we doing here how much is too does much jordan gets, people... does he come to the house and hoop in the jersey for you whenever you clap your hands <laughs> that wouldn't be enough. he just show whenever up in the jersey <laughs> dunk the ball jordan jordan <laughs> like the whole clap on rhythm <laughs> yeah clap your hands twice jordan will appear and dunk for your friends yo people some people just got too much money bro i don't understand next time, the jordan, next time you got 10.1 to just give away should he get a piece more. of that i mean he's technically i don't know if he's gonna he didn't get a piece of that because it, it, it was auction he should it, get it, a piece in perpetuity I'd like to say that word. Maybe. I like that. Like you that. just he wanted to use the word. You just had I've been trying to writing. fit it in for two weeks now. You got it in. You got it in. I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm straight. But for real, like $10 million, it only has value because of him. And he doesn't get any of it. Any of it. Any of it. Maybe you have paid homage. You know. Yeah. Hey, yo, so, so shout out to Michael Jordan. Shout out to the person that has $10.1 million to literally throw it down the drain. That's not going down the drain. I guess he, he can <laughs> show it off. Crazy. He's going to have it framed in his house. And it's a status thing. I guess it's like, you know, if there's only 25 certain Bugattis that have ever been, uh, or some of them only down to five, you got one, it's a status thing. But damn, man. In the same world that we see all these people struggling, it's tough, man. In the same world we see in, in Jackson, Mississippi, they can't figure out how to get clear water. In the same world of Flint, Michigan, all of this doggone lead poisoning, that $10.1 million seemed like it could have been used to do something different. And I, I'm a big proponent of it. It's your money. You spend it or waste it or use it however you want. But damn, man, $10.1 million for a jersey that another man sweated in? He might have had a real bad odor day that day. We don't know what it is, but $10.1 million, man. That man literally might have wiped his butt after the game with that jersey. And now you just spent $10.1 million to have feces on your dog. So he on. Done, he done turned the story. I mean, yeah, I went yeah you, you're going far. You but, but, you can go left today, huh? He's got new on it. We're talking P Valley. What, how, where did you took your jersey? You know it's supposed to be on the outside of the underwear, right? When you put the game jersey on. I'm just saying, man, after the game, he might have been so mad, he might have wiped his whole situation ah, and threw it in the That's hater but talk you, right there. I can't wait till my money get right where I can make yeah. more than purchases like You that. better than me, man. I'm mad. You, you make hard. a good Why point. Are you so Why are you so mad, huh? Yeah. I got job I, I play shit. Okay. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, make a, you make a good point, though. There's definitely more better <laughs> things. They, I don't know about that, but he's definitely more better things that you could do with that much money bro. than to buy game one of the nineteen ninety eight finals jersey. You could have bought game six because right. 
Or that one more. was a little bit more important. Man, I'm sure somebody. Imagine the guy who amazing. has Game Six right game now. Game Six, he's funny. like, all right, we're going on eBay right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> wait, 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 ten million and two hundred thousand. Way to get a load of me. Um, let's let's hop into because if you think about all the success, and and when I say success, both on the court and off the court, that we just celebrated the NBA. These brothers, we started with Shaq. Well documented what he did on the court, Hall of Famer. Well documented what he's doing in the business world. Then we went to Steph Curry. Well documented on and off the court. Then we went to Michael Jordan. Well documented on and off the court. These brothers, these black men have done it. And now we share this story where the owner, even the term, Leading up to the story pisses me off. The owner of the Phoenix Suns has he he got he got caught being a racist, misogynistic fool, and they ironically fined him ten million dollars. It wasn't ten point one, so he got a bargain. So he sold his jersey. Is that what happened? He sold his. Yeah, maybe he sold his jersey. Let's look at his jerseys and sell it to back to the to people. The, pay the, the NBA was like it's ten point one. He's like, hold up, I got the way my check come in. Let me make me move <laughs> move, a, move a few things. Move it. <laughs> and, and sold it for ten point one. So he's still chilling with a hundred thousand in his pocket. But in all seriousness, the the, the 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 Phoenix Sun, this owner is caught doing what we've seen, whether it be John Gruden. Over the years, we've seen so many people just get caught their hand in the racist cookie jar and being exposed. He's suspended for a year. I don't even know what the hell that means as an owner. Um, but but in the same episode of Turns and Conditions that we talk about these players that exceeded any and every set of terms and conditions as an NBA player, as a role model, as a business person outside of the basketball community, they exceeded it. But yet the owners of the NBA, right? We look back on the Donald Sterling situation. This reminds you of that because now the second most prominent or uh, most significant owner of the Phoenix Suns is calling uh, for the racists to resign, but it's just, it, it's mind boggling that we have this story in 2022, it's even more mind-boggling than it was back in whenever that was with Donald Sterling, but yet here we are again. What the terms and conditions of being the owner, the terms and conditions of the expectations of the NBA fan, the terms and conditions of being here in America and being black seem to continually be violated. What do you guys say? I'm, I just want to know what it's if you own the company and you're suspended, what does that mean? Like you basically just get a vacation and you pay $10 million yeah. to take a vacation, right? right? Like I don't, and, and, and the whole thing is weird to me because Donald Sterling lost the Clippers because of pretty much the same thing, actually, less because it wasn't even in the workplace. Like this was some girlfriend that wanted to get him, you know, that wanted to basically run a smear campaign. Right. right. This was like private conversations, which she taped it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like not saying it's any better conceptually, but it wasn't in the workplace. So I don't understand how they were able to get Donald Sterling to have to sell the Clippers 
they hadn't made it to the NBA finals two years in a row or whatever. So maybe that has something to do with it. But how do you validate that as a, as an NBA organization to say workplace environment, we've already have a precedent where we got this guy out for racism and all of the other, you know, negativity. Right. And that was private conversations where this was in the workplace. This is in affecting people that, are paid by your organization, right. but all we're going to do is suspend you and charge you $10 million, which really is an accounting error or a basketball jersey a for jersey. somebody of his state stature. Why don't we contract say, with basketball shoe anymore? Why don't we say his name too? Cause I, I think I gave him a pass by just referring to him as the owner, Robert Sarver, because I think that that's also, we've got to start putting, identity to the racism and making them own it the sarver family needs to feel the pain and the sting of this that's what we need. where do they make their money from that's what we need to start talking about i don't know i don't know where they make their money from i'll look into that but i know that they're minority owner and when i say minority just mean in terms of overall ownership but based on his name i'm 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 gonna go out on limb and say he probably is some form of a minority in this country too jaim nafaji Najafi, sorry, Najafi, I think. What are you talking about? I guess Jaim Najafi. That is who called for Robert Sarver's resignation. The number two person in terms of ownership structure called for his resignation. And I I just I just I just hate to see it in, in any year, but in 2022, when the world at least, or our country at least, has told us we put lipstick on a pig and told us that, that we're moving in the right direction. Social justice has been, you know, championed by everyone. Every organization has, if not created a chief diversity officer, has come up with some diversity and inclusion strategy. And in 2022, you still got this owner, Robert Sarver, and his infinite wisdom of racism being a racist. Meanwhile, eating financially off of black folk. And it starts to piss you off. Eating off of all of the women within that hierarchy that helped the Phoenix Suns run their organization. And he's around here just being misogynistic and being a bully in the workplace and a slap on the wrist, a year suspension and 10 million, right? That that in our world is a hundred dollars. That in our world is yeah, I lost the bet. I just had to wear a green shirt because Marshall beat us. It's nothing to him. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not in this episode of Terms and Conditions, right? When you look at the Constitution, when you start to think about how we amended the Constitution, when you start to think about our laws throughout this country. I'm wondering whether or not the terms and conditions keep being violated because black folk are still marginalized. Women are still marginalized. People are still marginalized, despite the fact that we are the ones earning the Robert Sarvers, all the millions in which he's making off of the Phoenix Suns. There are women that help run that operation that should not have to endure a misogynistic work environment. And it just feels as though the terms and conditions are, 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 are repeatedly violated and the consequences of that are slaps on the wrist. 
Um, I might, I, you know, and look, we're having fun this, this today and this morning in this episode, so I'm sorry to take it in this direction, but this particular story does piss me off. Uh, I'll give you guys final word before we move into a different direction. I know ETP, you're gonna get out of here soon, so uh, I, 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 I hate to be Debbie Downer and turn it in this direction, but at the same time, I think that we can have fun, but we also gotta call a situation out when, when enough is a is, is enough. I ain't going to use the pen. Enough is enough. What say you guys? Go ahead, P. E. No. <laughs> you, you got it. Right, so I, when I look at the Sterling situation when I compare the two things. The Sterling situation, you're having a private conversation. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to like, I don't want to speak up for a racist dude, but you look, you're talking to your girlfriend, you have some sort of things with her. And she sets you up and you lose. No, nah, I wouldn't say he lost. He sold the thing for a billion dollars. So he's not like he lost. But, you know, you end up getting pushed out. That's one thing. And I, I kind of had uh, <laughs> kind of had my <laughs> So this <laughs> uh, inside joke, y'all. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry, we have comments in here and we read them to each other. And I, I made me laugh. I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, so you. um. You know, he loses the franchise because of some private conversation with his girlfriend. And, like, people had a lot of mixed reviews, black and white, over that. A lot of black people I know were like, man, you know what? You said what you had to say to your girl, and that's bad. In this situation, though, this is like a workplace environment. This is, like, you know, bigger than just the sport, right? This is that you can't do this at any job, right? There's no place that at any company, any corporation, you can you can be misogynistic and, and racist and do whatever, and they just tell you you're suspended for a year, and find you some no other workplace, but especially in a situation where you're in a small club. There's only a certain amount of you know professional franchises in in the United States or in the world that you can own. It's a privilege, right, to be a, to to be in that. You can't just go buy it openly. You have to apply to buy it and make a bid, and people have to pick you, and you got to get covered. Like you know, it's a it's a club, and they should have a higher standard for that. Monty Williams should not have to go to work for this dude that is now in a racist workplace. All these basketball players should not have to go. Andy Williams is the head coach. All these other basketball players should not have to go do that. So he should just be ousted as far as I'm concerned because it happened in the work environment. But it is what it is. ETP, I'll give you last word, and I know you got to get out of here. And then, and then just so so for those of you who are still with us for the live recording of the Ball Hawk Sports Talk, first I'm going to say before I let ETP um, um, close, close, close out on this topic, uh, please like, comment, share, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know. And please subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel and to our podcast. Please, please, please. Terms and conditions of being a friend, being a supporter. That's all we ask. Just just give us that support um, by getting us out there even more. Uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll put that out there. Uh, and then go ahead, ETP. Oh, oh and I want to say we're going to close out. We're going to talk about Brett Favre scandal because, you know, this is terms and conditions. It must be a scandal show. And we'll talk about the WNBA. Um, that's how we'll close out. ETP, I'll let you close out this topic on Robert Sarver and all his racism and all his misogyny and all of his uh, whatever that cost him $10 million and can't go to a few games. Yeah, I think what we learn in this situation is that the protection of ownership, like it's this very exclusive club that these sports organization owners are become that they become a part of, and there's very little that gets them removed from it. So I think it just exposes, like even to the point where you can have organizations that don't win 
anything for decades and they're not ever really challenged to sell or to improve or do anything as long as they're paying their dues and they're you know have the right relationships with who they need to have. So Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas uh, Cowboys. I mean, that was a personal Cleveland. shot. I wanted to take that shot. I mean, Don't I didn't want to say Cleveland the Browns. Cleveland Browns. And we won a playoff <laughs> game last year or two years. But ago. but uh, but yeah. So that you know that to me, it just shows that like this bulletproof ownership needs to be revamped, and it doesn't just necessarily need to come down to this workplace inequality and sexual harassment and racism and all of that like it just shows that when you have this exclusive club that makes their own decisions it shows that there's not really any true regulation of it it's like you're in the club we're gonna do everything to protect you that's within this club but the irony of this all is everybody like this is what happens with like when you talk about white supremacy or whatever you want to position this as the punishment, the ultimate punishment, people are willing to pick it. LeBron James is tweeting. Chris Paul's upset. A minority owner is saying this. Media pundits are saying that. The worst consequences for this man would be to walk away with a bag of like $4 billion because he can no longer own the team and he has to sell it. That's the punishment. And in a weird way, because as you're talking about the exclusive club, as you're talking about what his worst punishment will be in a weird way it feels like and i hate using the word slavery when it comes to sports but man it feels slave-esque right the the fact that you can make money by being so horrible as a human being it's it's an ugly reminder of some of the history of this country and the people that made money off of the labor of others. And I'll leave it there. It's almost like, hey, EPP got to go. Hey, E, tell us how, how – there was a question earlier about uh, finding us live on other platforms. Um, yeah, we're live now. YouTube, Excessive Celebration. Uh, just Google that or go on to YouTube, look up Excessive Celebration. You'll see all the episodes from past and current. We're live now if you don't have Facebook or if you you know, you know don't want to be on your Facebook account. And then obviously after every show, you can catch us on the podcast, which we mention all the time. So anywhere that you listen to your podcast, you can catch that. And I think and we'll, Twitter we'll might the be link coming here. to play we'll, too. We'll put the yeah. link to the podcast in the comment section of our show. Um, so I want that to piggyback off of that all right thank thomas herzog for asking that question his yeah. comment was when he drives down the street it's harder to use the facebook app open so it's easier for him to put the on youtube because then it works like a radio so awesome etp man thanks e etp thanks for your contributions as always my brother salute have fellas a have all a right. good weekend in the studio and everywhere else you are in the world and go las vegas aces there you go uh and that is gonna allow us to and go cats Go, go cats too. Um, you know, the last thing I'll say about that situation where it sounds bad is like I was just saying, um, like in London until like, or Europe until very recently, they were still playing slave overs uh, with taxpayer dollars, reparations for the slaves, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought about that when you just said like, or when he said that the worst thing that could happen to they make himself for billions of dollars. So it's like, Again, I don't I kind of get offended when I hear about slavery and professional athletics because I think 
if we if they had paid the, the slaves, it's it a big leap. Yep, yep, it's yeah, a big leap. If, if right. they paid the uh, the slaves, then there wouldn't be a dark stain in history, right? So, like, the right. only reason why it's big is because they didn't get paid. But if they got paid millions to do that, I think you know, I mean, it would be a different story. So, but the connotations are kind of the same. Is like, okay, you're trying to get these people to. It's kind of more like the the royal family where you have the the the, the the people fighting for your, you know, well, they have the people go fight a lion and go do all this stuff in the pit just for your entertainment purposes. And you might pay them or whatever, but still it's all just for the muse of rich people. So that does where it bothers. But the thought of like this guy could sell this organization and kind of get reparations for himself for what he leaves, it should be more than that, right? And I'm not a real big cancel culture guy, but I just say in any other workplace in America, if you work for You're somebody- gone. And there, you'd be gone, and there would be nothing for that person to get out of it, right? Right, right. There, there is no severance package. There is no. You're just out. You're out. Or you're, and, or you're sued. You're sued. Like the ten million dollars. Does the ten million dollars get divided amongst the, the 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 people that he made the comments to? I like, don't should, know. I, I'm should there be some sort of a workplace loss? I think that's not over. That that they can't take that away. If those people want to sue him now that he's been found of this i'm sure they could do a suit it's civilly yeah individually yeah but what i'm saying is i think the 10.1 is uh, or the 10 million rather is from a fine by the nba so i doubt that it's going back to those who were um mistreated mistreated those who were in the 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 line of fire when it came to this person's actions but you know it's upsetting man and that's that's the only way to put it and and for our experience, again, I, I I hate that I was Debbie Donner. We were we were having a good old time laughing. No, I hate that I'm being have Debbie Donner. Time. We gonna have we have to keep time. it rough, rugged, and raw. Rough, People appreciate the fact that we Thank call you. it like it is. We Thank say you. what it is. If it's bad, we're bad. If it's not bad, then step up and stand in front of it. But so, since we're already on the bad track, let's talk about this dude that wore the jersey look a lot like your shirt and my shirt together. Which one? Oh, Brett. I'm all right. So I'm coming to Brett. Brett's coming next, but I'll I'll leave. I'll say I'll I'll I'll, I'll end with this with the topic. Because you talked about the the in Europe and reparations, and then this weekend in, in in the U.S. when the Queen died, I any anybody that dies, their 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 family is impacted, and so we send our condolences. But some of my white brethren and sister in in America were really confused by the fact that black folk was like, I don't give a damn about the queen dying because of the history of the Royal family as it pertained to black folk. And I'm just, I'm here to share with you all as an experience of black folk in America. Sometimes the, the, the baggage and the damage that was done impacts how we view certain things. And, and I'll, I'll leave that story there. Uh, Robert Sarver, get your stuff together. Go on and get, because you ain't no owner if you can't understand the sensitivity of treating everybody right. Uh, Brett Farber, Brett Farber, who I had the pleasure of playing with. Brett Farber, who I have stood up and defended when people talked about him. Brett Farber, the person that I've said in terms of you're really loving the, the game, and and I, I'm a, I'm mispronouncing it on purpose. For those. I'm saying you're part of the problem, is what I said. But oh, oh, I thought you said I thought you corrected the name. No, yeah, he absolutely- you can mess up anything. Green Bay Packers. I'm really right now. I want to take this shirt off because we got some Packers colors on. And we do have Packers me. colors. It's uh, starting to bother me. Yo, but, but but how did Brett Favre get involved in a welfare scandal where they are uh, basically defrauding people? For, you know, they they're with stealing the governor's people. help. That's how with the governor's help. Um. 
And this episode of Terms and Conditions, man, I think there's just a there's there's there, there's a, a whole different agreement with people that um have access to powerful institutions like government. And there's also sort of an unwritten rule, terms and conditions of how the media treats it. Because I love Brett Favre. I do as a, as a football player. And he, he was good to me. Brett Favre was Brett Favre. And here I am, undrafted free agent, trying to make a team as a wide receiver. So our paths crossed. And, and we were at very different points on the hierarchy when it comes to us as players. And yet he treated me well. So I'm going to put that out there because I feel as though, and I've said this about other people that have done bad things in the past, Brett Favre treated me well. But the truth of the matter is, is that anybody else, I'm talking anybody else in the NFL that dared to call themselves a quarterback. And if I if I if I put black on that, right? Because think about Michael Vick and the whole dog fighting scandal. And yes, we all love our pets. We all love little boo-boo and little foo-foo, whatever you call your dog. But he was in the midst of what culturally in the South was something that has gone on forever. Right? But but he he wasn't defrauding welfare recipients of welfare funds. And yet the whole world wanted him in jail. When he was in jail, people wanted him in jail for longer. He got out of jail and really turned his life around and wanted to help people and talk about his mistakes. And, and, and people weren't there for him. To this day, people feel as though Michael Vick is the worst criminal to ever be in the NFL because of a dogfighting ring. Yet Brett Favre, in this Terms and Conditions episode of Ball Hawk Sports Talk, if you look at what the media has done over the last several weeks, because this story isn't new, we're just getting more and more pieces of this story. Brett Favre has been treated with kitty gloves when it comes to this topic. I've seen a few people, Shannon Sharp being one of them, be a little more aggressive when they're talking about this topic and attack Brett Favre and his actions. But Brett Favre, one of the best to ever do it, is being treated with kitty gloves. An entire social, his entire welfare program in the state of Mississippi. He found a way to, to dupe the system. And this is how we talk about it, barely. I'll say this, man. I think, first of all, to a lot of people in this country, animals are way more important than poor people, right? When it comes facts. to facts. That, that's a right. whole different episode, but facts. And mm-hmm. I had to learn that the hard way because I'm still... I'm baffled that that people are still like like people are really like Michael Vick is the worst ever. The worst ever, yeah. They'll never they'll never understand it. And there's Can definitely double standards. Can we at least say that the, the, the life expectancy of a human versus a pet? The person's gonna live being poor and and deal with the ramifications of being poor for a lot longer than than little Fufu gonna live. Can we at least mm. say that? At least expect it. I know. And but just you know, it's a culture thing because I mean, you think about how some people treat hunting dogs. You know, they put a hunting dog down if it's gun shy, they'll do whatever, and people don't have a problem. But whatever, I don't want to get too far down the line with the fight dogs. But at the end of the day, 
there's people who feel that way. But Brett Favre, and this 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 goes beyond like the racial disparity between him and, and the TO reference that uh that was made by Shannon Sharp. Brett Favre has been the king of passes. When he threw a lot of interceptions, they just said he was a gunslinger, right? Everything that he did that was bad, you know, when he was holding out for for and, and really holding the, the the Packers hostage with his mm-hmm. retirement announcements and whether he's going to retire and what they would do to Aaron, how they were doing it, not really much heat for that. It was hey, he's a he's a he's a uh, Hall of Famer. He needs to go out on his own terms. Like mm-hmm. everything he did disrupt him. When he was sending dick pics to the the people at the Jets. Boys will be boys. Like the reporter, the reporter from the Jets. Yeah, the beat reporter, the, the young lady. Yep. Yeah. I mean, at the end, Brett Favre has never taken heat for anything he's done ever. And this is no different. People just love Brett Favre. I don't know what it is about him, but people love him. I don't think there's that many white quarterbacks that have as much freedom as he does. You know Probably what I mean? Not. Something Probably about not. Brett Favre, everything about this man. He gets a pass. Maybe it's just that seat. Maybe it's that seat because I think their current quarterback gets a pass. Yeah, maybe it's Green Bay. Maybe it's when you don't have an owner and you're owned by the city and your colors are yellow. I'm 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 this close to taking this yellow shirt off. This Green Bay Packers <laughs> shit fucking up my mood. Between the two of us, it's getting it's starting to bug me, man. I don't know. Uh, nah, you good, man. You got Look, some under that green shirt. It, we're still we're still at accusation level when it comes to Brett Favre, but when there's smoke, there's fire. There's just is we're beyond accusation. How do you get misaccused for that? It's one of those things. Sometimes you can you can accuse somebody of, of some stuff, but how do you misaccuse? How do you somebody accuse you of having funds diverted from welfare to the college? volleyball team that your daughter pays for and you didn't do it like how does it even come up i don't know how does i don't that know come I, and, and i imagine that brett Favre's attorney somewhere is trying to figure out how to articulate that i don't, I don't know i don't know <laughs> been there. who would even come up with that kind of an it's a misunderstanding um know. they had one of the numbers off on on, on or do you think the governor made to... that accusation it was brett Favre? because uh, evidently you said the governor was involved so he's like man it was brett Favre. he did it you get your hands on the money on government funds. Uh, let's just hope one of the numbers were off on the account, and, <laughs> and <laughs> it's an innocent Come mistake. On, Look, I love Brett Favre, man, but I, I don't love the fact that there are two different worlds and how we cover certain things, man. So I'll leave it there. Uh, it, it, we are at the accusation level, and here on the Ball Hawk Sports Talk, we try to be careful that before accusations get substantiated, not to go too far in. But you know, look, I. And maybe, maybe it was just a, a, a wiring mistake um, between the accounts. That's why they send a dollar the first time to make sure it goes through. Right. And then they come back with the then real they money. Come back. Okay. But it just seems like where there's smoke is fire. And I think that in this episode of Terms and Conditions, what I'm more bothered about is it seems like an unwritten rule, unwritten contract of terms and conditions that give Brett Favre's of the world. And in the previous story, the Robert Sarver's of the world, a pass. And I'm, I'm sick of that. Um, I would hate to see Brett Favre's life and family ruined because of this. But at the same time, I am a big believer in um, you. You 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 gotta pay for the you know, the consequences, of decisions that you make. That's the kids are watching us, y'all. They watching us, so we telling our kids that we gotta live by. Uh, let's move on to the last topic of the day, man. It's just I want to mention that the WNBA, the finals are going on right now. We're encouraging everyone to 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 support it. We've talked about. Uh, the, the 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 misogyny that went on 
in the the Phoenix Suns organization. We've talked about the the differences between the March Madness for men and women in college basketball, and we've talked about you know how the hell does the U.S. women national soccer team make less than the U.S. men's soccer team? The only way things change, people, is that the consumers go out, right? Free market, go out and make the change. So watch the finals. It doesn't cost you anything. And it's some good basketball. It's not uh, on, uh, it's not Las on Vegas was up 2-0. Connecticut won last night at home. So the series is 2-1. Hopefully Connecticut can tie it and take it to a fifth and final game, deciding game uh, on, I think that would be Sunday. Uh, I might be messing with the days, but Check your local listing. Go support the WNBA. Watch it. That's the only way we can start making things a little more fair when it comes to opportunities for men and women in sports. I know my man, the Big Flow Show, you've got a a young uh, student athlete that happens to be uh, a young lady, right? So you understand the difference. You've seen your son, who's also a student athlete, that uh, he's a, a young man, your son and your daughter. You see the differences. But the only way we can change it is that we start supporting it. You and I have talked about the AAU world, basketball world, um, on the boys' side versus the volleyball world and the amazing amount of money poured into that on the girls' side. So money talks, BS walks, whatever the saying is, support the WNBA by, by watching the finals. Any Anything, last words, any parting shots before we get out of here with this episode of Terms and Conditions on the Ballhawk Sports Talk? Anything you got? For I, I got a, a two-second topic. I just want to talk about. Go ahead, absolutely. Le'Veon Bell, how he slept. AP, that <laughs> wasn't the... right, man. I feel like I saw my two uncles fighting. Like you ain't supposed to. Both of them are just those. I don't... Le'Veon Bell's not Hall of Famer. Uh, let no. me be clear. AP's Hall of Famer, but but both were great running fame. backs in their own right. Why they got them in? Why y'all out here fighting? Come on, man. First of what all, what the terms was... and conditions of that? If you escaped football without CTE, why would you want to go to the more CTE sport of boxing? Let people punch you in your face. Hey, AP, you played longer. You came back from the ACL in quicker time. You did all the stuff. Then you then you hit your kid with the switch and that messed you up a little bit, whatever, kind of get over. And now you let this man sleep you on you. I didn't even know y'all was fighting. And they said that they had 22,000 seats in that arena and sold 200 tickets. At a concert, the the the, the act would ref, refuse to come out. Is your money that funny that you had to let this dude sleep you? Right. I mean, Adrian Peterson played till he was 173 years old, and he but was very was public about he did here. so because his money was funny. Uh, and I hate, I I hate, I hate that that is the reality for that brother. Uh, I think when he is not if, but when he is inducted into the Hall of Fame, other opportunities will be available to him. He's not very outspoken person so media is not the next step for him and it does hurt my heart to see these two brothers out there but like because you don't show up to that really y'all ain't got that kind of beef where you really just want to fight them the only re- only reason you're there right and neither one of you are, are boxers such that this is the beginning of a career the only reason you could be there only logical reason you could be there is for the bag and that's that's that they got paid for that. I don't even want to look it up because it hurt my man. Friend. They got paid uh two bus bus tickets and some a pack of Twizzlers. They didn't get paid much for that. How much they should have at least fought dude off uh what's the dude that get you paid? Logan. Logan, they should have fought him. Yeah, but you 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 you, he about you to get fight. swept by Lady and Bell. Fight, uh, he just signed to fight Spider. What you say? I, I will hope he get his ass kicked. Uh Anderson Silva. 
Logan Paul just fight, signed up to fight him. Anderson Logan. Silva gonna whoop your ass. I don't care. I don't think he's gonna take the bag and take a dive from nobody. He's gonna put that big ashy foot on the side of your face. I'm telling you, that's that's a fight I want to see. Hey, well, so two things. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna say so Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford fight. It's been rumored it's gonna happen on November 19th, and they're working out, drum roll, please, terms and conditions of what that's going to look like. But we finally gonna get the fight that we've been waiting to see. Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. I I don't. That's gonna be a great fight. We've been waiting on that fight. Um, I don't. Who, who would you? I ain't gonna put you on the spot. We, we'll wait. I'll, I'll let. I, we'll, we'll, I gotta watch the twenty four seven they do on the show. Yeah, the yeah. You can see who look a little more crumb. Um, yeah. But we finally get the fight that we've been waiting on. This might be the fight to save boxing because UFC has taken over. And then I'll go back one more topic because I talked about the two different Americas and the two different worlds. Let me just go out on a limb and say, while you celebrated the Chicago Bears winning that game, all of the fans, there are two different TLs here. All the fans that are now saying that Trey Lance isn't their guy after one game as a starter in the NFL. I mean, they are really going in on this Trey Lance. Yes, San Francisco is built to win. Yes, we thought Trey Lance was going to come in and do a great job. I don't think that that is done now, right? Yes, but weather might have played a part, but why after one game? Meanwhile, Same people that talk about firing a coach after three games. Fair, but but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna compare apples to apples, right? Because there's been a guy down there in Jacksonville that also has a TL Trash. acronym. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence Trash. Sunshine has been garbage. He's been Trash. booty on a stick, and ain't nobody said nothing. Let Too Trey Lance get into his role and play the quarterback position for the San Francisco 49ers without just getting them out of there so quick after one game. Did Those even... should be the terms and conditions of being a fan. If you ain't smart enough to at least treat two different situations the same, young quarterbacks, then the terms and conditions of your ability to open your mouth, shut up. What about what Tua said? <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I mean, two two was like, I, you trying to fire himself? I don't know. Yeah, but I do. I don't know what to. If I can't see you, you can't. He didn't even get it right. He didn't even phrase it right. If I can't see you, you can't see me. Then I can't get you the ball. Run until you can see me, and I throw it to you. Why don't he just? Does he do the plays like this on his chest? Remember how you used to say, "Go by the car, come into the car, come Come back out of the car, dive by the tree." Yo, uh, are you trying to get all short quarterbacks banned from the NFL by yourself? I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what he was talking about, but I was talking to a bad concussion protocol when he said that. But those of you guys in here, he did a press conference and he was, I guess, flustered. And he was talking about the fact that he's a short guy and it's not no secret he's short. So if the receiver can't see him, that he can't see the receiver. So the receiver needs to run until he can see him and maybe he'll see that guy and get him the ball. It sounded really bad. <laughs> it felt like when I'm trying to get the 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 team, whether it be that my AU basketball team working with Coach Battle, or whether it be our our, our our youth football team, when we're taking a picture, I say something like, "If you can't see the camera, make if you can't see this thing." That's what it felt like. But you didn't expect that coming from an NFL. Those guys get a snack after conference. the game. The people yeah. you were talking to get a snack yeah, after. They the get game. a little snack. They get a juice. Millionaires. Uh, look, man, this has been a great episode. The Big Flow Show coming to you from the Windy City. Uh, sign off. Anything you want to sign off with, Big Flow Show? Go Cats. Go Cats. Uh, simple uh, but sweet and effective. Uh, appreciate your contributions. 
to the show this week. Uh, this episode of Terms and Conditions on the Ballhawk Sports Talk has been just about that, the terms and conditions, both, both written and unwritten. Uh, we talked about several things. We asked that you like, comment, share, tag a friend, tag a foe, tag anybody that you know. The terms and conditions of being a supporter, of being a, a friend, being a family member are very simple when it comes to the Ballhawk Sports Talk. Help us get to more people by like, comment, sharing, and, and subscribing. We thank you in advance. Uh, I am your boy, B. Brown ESQ, a.k.a. The Ballhawk, a.k.a. The Mouth of the South, a.k.a. Mr. Excessive Celebration, a.k.a. Brazy. This has been the Terms and Conditioning episode of the Ballhawk Sports Talk. With that, it's Friday. We started your weekend right. Enjoy yourselves. Be blessed. Have a song in your heart and a smile on your face. And with that, we is out. Peace. It's going to be a little bit of a delay this time because, hey, when we don't have Ellis, the producer, in the building, I got to do it myself. But we're going out like we always do with our outro. Now we really out. Peace. Peace.